Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you can't judge yourself, how are you going to judge anybody else? <laughs> okay. My lawyer just called and I've been charged with being too gorgeous. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I, I, could, I almost said Shaw Amazing and I couldn't remember what I was actually going to say. Well, I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. And this is a Privileged Twinks. Privilege Twinks. It's a podcast. Where we recap. <laughs> you just sound like you have low energy today. <gasps> wow. We're recapping the Raw House of Well, recap. We recap the housewives. The final episode of the season. I know. I can't believe it's at an end. It's it's felt like a very long time and also very not. And so much has happened. That it's part been of it, so long, though. And part of the season feels like, like when they show clips, I feel like it was a different season. That so much happened. Yeah, like the churros that I was reminded of today. I was like, oh my god, I fully forgot about that. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, it's been since September. Wow, that is quite a while. And we've had 25 episodes? What is yeah. this one? Yeah, and I don't think they only skipped like two weeks. Um. Yeah, they did. So, I mean, it has been very long. No, we've had 26 episodes, including this one. Because they had 24 main season ones, and then we did two bonus ones. Oh, right. I will say that I think this is one of the best, uh, this was the best reunion episode of the three. Yeah. Wouldn't you think so? Yeah. It was very, uh, it was especially to end it on. It was very, they talked about some things, but it was very light. Ended on a good note, I'd say. Uh, yeah. In a lot of ways. Andy did that Q&A on his Instagram and he was like, I think, or no, maybe it was a Watch What Happens Live. And he mm. was like, I think it ended on a real downer. And I didn't think so at all. No, yeah, I didn't either. I can think, I feel like there's been some season, like, even, like, on Potomac, where they've ended on, like, actual, I feel like everybody hates each other. Yeah. But that's what I thought he meant by that, but definitely not. No, it was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think maybe he just means, like, the whole tone of it was not that great. Like. Oh, sure. Um, but I was glad that we finally... Got the Jen interrogation that we've been waiting for. I mean, this was like the Jen episode, I feel like, of the Yes, reunion. but we have uh, some comparisons to to make. To Erica Jane? Yes, but we'll do that when we get to it. Well, did you say she posted something on her Instagram? She re- reposted on her stories. Somebody had said, just made a comment about, um, to, it was like something like to be a fly on the wall. When Erica Jane calls Andy Cohen about that 
level but, of interrogation on Salt Lake City. <laughs> she, she just reposted it. But I feel like this this episode was pretty much that level of interrogation. No. No, 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 no. Disagree so? completely. No. There were like two episodes. One specifically and then half of another one where they were ro- like, I don't, okay, I wouldn't say it was undue. But she got roasted a little bit. Like, the her feet were on the fire. Like, they were going in. But she did things throughout the season that the, made the whole cast, like, turn on her or, like, question her. Whereas Jen didn't do that. No, Erica didn't do... She didn't do anything to make people turn on her. The whole season she was, like, no, they the brought target, it up. though. Exactly. Whereas Jen wasn't. She was their target. Yeah, so Andy and so was going to milk it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the situation was different. However, the level... Of intrusive, like how the types of questions, the number of questions, how deep it got was way harder. Yeah. And Jen is the subject of her lawsuit, whereas Erica wasn't. Right. But at the same time, because Jen is the the subject, then I guarantee that she was like, you can ask me all these things, but I'm just going to say I can't respond to most of them. Yeah. Which Erica answered as many questions as she could. Anyways, yeah, that's what I'm saying, I was but the lawsuit saying, wasn't about her. Erica's wasn't. So, therefore, no, it's she, not, had, it's, she could answer more make things it, about herself. Make <laughs> no, I meant she could, like, she had the opportunity to say more things than just, like, my lawyer said I can't say that. Because it was talking about herself. And she wasn't the one being, mm-hmm. whatever, charged or whatever. Anyway, we did find out that Beverly Hills is coming back May 11th today. Oh. Which is very soon, actually. It is, Considering. Yeah. It's only like a couple months, like two months from now. I would definitely be down to recap that. Oh, yeah. Especially because now that I've actually watched we've, yeah, all we've of We've both it, seen so all of them. So. Maybe. Well, we'll we're still going to try to do some episodes um, weekly here and there as after this. Like, we're not just going to fully take a hiatus until next season. But still working on what that'll look like. So you'll probably see that. Next week, or we might take one week off and be back the following week. But we're definitely going to keep the ball rolling on this podcast, so don't worry about that. Did you have any final thoughts on the season before we delve into it? Like, favorite moments? Ooh. Favorite Ooh. cast members? Ooh, that's really hard. I haven't, I've just been thinking about the reunion episode today. But I, favorite moments? Whitney dropping the cake was great. Yeah. Um, also, the titty cake was great. God, when they tried to lick those nipples again, I was, I was, could not watch. Yeah. Um. Uh, also, when whenever they ended with the churros, I was cackling. Like I, oh yeah, true, true. Forgot how funny that was. That whole scene was funny. <laughs> she just threw them off. I loved. Um. I mean, I know Lisa didn't enjoy it, but her rant yeah. was iconic. You would think that the Sprinter van would be the most iconic thing of the season, but I think we're going to remember... The truth dump. Yeah. Well, it's not really a truth dump. And the Sprinter van, but... Yeah, the rant. Those two things, I think, are going to be, like, when they're years from now, the two things that are the most remembered things from this franchise, I guarantee both those things are going to be on the list. Yeah. Yeah. And... I think my ranking of my house, like, my... Who I like best is probably still pretty much the same. Just Heather? I think Meredith went down a little... She went down a lot, and then she went back up, so... On the reunion? Yeah. And then Lisa went up, but has now gone Honestly, down. Honestly, <laughs> Whitney went down for me after the reunion, because I feel like she just wasn't... There wasn't much substance there. Like, 
there wasn't, she didn't bring drama, but she also didn't bring, like, She did stir the pot, she just wasn't, like, the subject of it. Right. I just mean, I liked her most of the season, but then toward the end, I think she just kind of fell into the background a little bit, and I think the reunion just kind of solidified that. So, I wouldn't put her as one of my top two, now. Okay. I was okay with it. I think there was enough going on this year that she didn't need to, you know. All right, so what's your definitive ranking, top to bottom? Top to bottom. Bottom to top if you want. I'm like, what? I mean, Jenny's at the bottom. Well, Jenny doesn't count. Or Mary, because they're both off the show. So, yeah. Not un- but we could, we could count them in this season recap. Well, then Jenny would be the bottom. Okay. Mary would be next. Yeah, agreed. Um, after that, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is hard. <laughs> uh, I would say Lisa. Although she has a lot of potential. Then I would say... Uh, what is it? Maybe... Uh, In terms of... Jen and Meredith, but they're kind of at the same level for me right now. Hmm. Then Whitney and then Heather. I'm missing somebody. No, you're not. I don't know. Whitney's maybe <laughs> not that high for me. That's what I'm saying. She might have dropped out of the top two. Hmm. Heather's definitely my favorite. Yeah. Honestly, okay, in terms of impact w- with the season, I might put Lisa... Well, Number if you're talking impact, well, that's not my favorite, though. Okay, but favorite, a.k.a. also maybe, like, winning the season. Winning the season. Okay. Well, winning the season would be... Would Lisa be the only... <sighs> I would say Heather was overall the winner. In terms of just, like, she wasn't keeping that... her yeah. toe in the water and keeping herself relevant enough. But at the same time, just not... Fully going off the deep end and having people hate her. Yeah. I feel like Lisa did brought a lot, did a lot, grew a lot, Yeah, tanked at the end. But she kind of rebounded reunion. a little bit. She, I just feel like uh, the reunion doesn't count with her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In my book. Okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just all over the map here. I almost want to say Heather, then Lisa, then Whitney, then Jen, then Meredith, then Mary. Than Jenny. Hmm. Okay. It's too hard. It's like visual and I can't. I don't have them. I don't know. <laughs> There's too many factors. Picture them on the couch. I know I was. But it's also like what I can't. Like I'm just mixing up qualifications at this point. Like who had the most impact? As I would say like obviously Jen and Lisa and Mary are at the top. Yeah. Because they were all involved in shenanigans and the overarching conversations. And Meredith. Heather and Whitney would be lower because even though they were involved to some extent, they weren't really the topic of conversation. They stayed, well, Heather stayed relevant. Maybe I think when I say impact, I mean like overall you feel how you feel about them at, like once the show's over. Lasting impact doesn't necessarily mean they had the most drama. Lasting impact. But somebody I want to see again because they're good on the show. Yeah, that too. Okay. Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you change it all? No. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, what a waste of time. <laughs> no, for me, because I, I didn't say anything <laughs> definitive. I just really like Heather guys, and everybody else is a toss-up sometimes. Yeah. I feel like, the, honestly, the trips that they took, I'm excited for when, now that the show probably is going to get another season, and the trips might start being like... A little bit. To, to better. Like, out of the country or something. Uh, yeah. Because Especially with COVID. Yeah, that's Lighting too. up, yeah. But I just kind of feel like, uh, 
these both of these trips were really good, but there's something about taking all the women and putting them somewhere they can't like run away. Oh, true. And like them being contained on an island where it's like beautiful, but also at the same time all this drama is happening. Uh-huh. Like you didn't, you don't get that aspect of it in like Vale or something. Put them on a boat. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of thing. But I do like the they just the, in Salt Lake City they do a lot of adventures. Mm-hmm. Like in the snow or in the Outdoor mountains stuff. and stuff, and even on like the the new season, those people have been posting on their Instagrams, like seeing the cast filming, like skiing and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. They are an outdoorsy bunch, yeah, which we appreciate. Um, we also f- uh, don't know anything new about potential cast members, except you said that Andy they posted said, some of them. They posted some of them. Uh huh. I've seen faces. I don't know their names. But, I don't know if there's, like, a summary out yet. But not Angie, right? Uh, no. They were, we haven't seen her I've never years. seen these people that I saw. Tyna Edwards. Angie. Oh, there's Angie again. And then Dana. I'm not going to try to pronounce that last name because I am bad at But, again, this is Wikipedia. It's not confirmed. Oh, yeah. That's the girl I see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she's, this she's one's the one definitely that, on there. that kind of looks like Jeffree Star in that photo. But I... <laughs> That's the, <laughs> you should not put that in there. That's wrong on multiple levels. It's not wrong. I got sent the um, cast announcement, and she looked like Jeffrey Star. Oh yeah, here's one of this one. This girl with Jen Shaw, Tyna. See, look, she dresses like she does the long straight hair mm-hmm. and big sunglasses and a beat face that looked from afar like Jeffrey Star to me. Okay, gonna let you have that one. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, there are, I guess, confirmed to, they're not confirmed if they're full on housewives or friends of, but definitely two more. And then it seems like from all the talks today that, that Angie's going to be on it. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and get into this episode, unless you have anything else you want to say about this. Nope, I'm ready. Okay. So we start off again with Lisa and Meredith, like having a little talk on the couch and Meredith walking away saying, like, oh, because you have an hug- ugly house, you were allowed to rip my character to shreds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes in the trailer and she calls Seth and she is, like, talking about Lisa. And he says second chances are, like, giving someone another bullet because they missed the first time. Which made me think he was going to get into it because immediately Andy started asking him about Lisa. And Seth was just like, I forgive and forget. Yeah. Well, he did. It wasn't... As clear as that, but it was very, like, it was a little open-ended. It was like, we all need to heal, but that doesn't necessarily mean, like, be buddies again. Yeah. Um, John, so then all the husbands come in, and Seth is on a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and John, Andy's like, hey, John, why'd you mess up Andy's part or Angie's party? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, I did it. Uh, and then... He turns to Dewey and he was like, this is interesting to watch. Um, And then he asks how it has been received at work, but he doesn't really answer that question, which I was wanting to know that too. Like, how has this affected your personal life? Because if I saw someone I knew behaving like that, that would affect how I looked at them. Yeah. Um, But he kind of skirted around the question. And then... He... (laughs) Andy, like, asks Justin and Whitney about their sex lives, and they said it's all it's the same. 
And then he's like, Whitney, why do you pay all your savings? He's so shady. He was literally like, oh, Justin, how do you feel about Whitney taking all of your savings and retirement money? That's what the children want to know. And also, it's just giving them an opportunity to clarify. Yeah. Because then she goes into how it wasn't actually all of their savings. It was a particular savings account for... A cabin or something. Yes. So, it wasn't all that dire. Yeah. She also or sales are up really high. Yeah, yeah I mean, everybody said... Okay, so 540%. Everybody, I've only Russia. ever heard good things. Yeah. Online. Like, just from people, so... One of the drag queens we watched, Trixie Mattel, uh, like, apparently uses uh, Wild Rose stuff for her, like, get out of drag routine every day. Mm-hmm. And her, like, boy routine in the mornings. Yeah. So, I don't know. And we also learned that she sells it at Beauty Lab and that they can't keep it on the shelves. Yeah. I feel like they just, it's very smart in that, like, if I was on a show like this and I didn't have my own business, I would have to start my own business because you just, you just make money yeah. because people like you. They're ready to toss you. Like, the I guarantee you people go into Beauty Lab because they like Heather on the show. Yeah. And then they're in there and they're like, oh my God, Whitney's product. And they buy that too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's lots of people that don't go, you know, because they're on the show, but... Yeah, uh, maybe. I'm sure the benefit, the... There's way more positive. But maybe if if they were hated, then they probably wouldn't, but they're not. I don't know. I don't always like Lisa, and I'd still buy a tequila. Vita. Oh, yeah, yeah. We still want to get our hands on that. Mm -hmm. Grubby little hands. (laughs) Maybe we need to have a a day trip to down to Long Beach this weekend. (laughs) Okay, so then... You gas prices. You've seen gas prices these days. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so then Seth commented... Or Andy's, like, talking about how Seth comments on Whitney's cleavage all the time. And he asked if that was awkward. And Whitney was like, the first couple of times I thought it was funny. And then I gave him the cake. And then that was kind of, like, to end it. But... Yeah. Uh, Justin said he has no hard feelings from it. And he knows where it comes from. His groin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you be upset if somebody was talking like that? Yeah. I think so. I guess it depends on how close you are, but the, like, over and over and over and over, it's, like, sounds like an obsession that's, like, okay, back off. Yeah, the only difference, in my opinion, is that work was done. So it's kind of like... He's admiring the effect... The I can't really think work. of... Yeah, I can't really think of an equivalent, like, on a man, except for... Penis and like Yeah, <laughs> but you really wouldn't see that in a normal circumstance, right? Yeah. But I guess if it was, like, somebody got their biceps done, or, like, muscles and put in somebody... And then somebody was like, oh, I love Tyler's arms with those silicone muscles. I'm gonna get me some, so I'll, I'll, you know, I don't know. I guess... At the same time... Part of me was like, it was it was a little much, but then at the same time, I don't know. If you're fine, like, as long as he wasn't being... It was more comical and less, like, sexually suggestive. Yeah. Then I don't think it's a big deal. I guess. But it is... I think you can't really comment on somebody else's boobs and not, and not be in a sexual way. He... Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay, so then he turns it to Seth, Andy does, and asks what he thought about Lisa's rant. And Seth was basically like, 
Meredith had no chance to heal after her dad died. And that he said he felt like he was trying to make an ass out of himself to distract from the heaviness. Do you think that he just knows what people are saying on Twitter? Yeah, I think it was very convenient. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, apologies. The cat is being crazy, and if you hear her purring, then it's better than her meowing and knocking things over in the background. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he did, he, he took a moment where Andy asked how he felt about Lisa's rant and made it a way to say, excuse himself from his behavior this season, basically. I could see where there, maybe there's a kernel of truth there, but it does seem very convenient. Yeah. But I thought it was funny when Andy was like, how do you feel about her saying you, that your wife has slept with half of New York? And he said, oh yeah. Did she say that I had sex with the other half of New York? Yeah. That was a nice, uh, supportive thing to say. Yeah. And then he said that, um, he hopes that they can all heal after everything. Whatever. Yeah. He didn't say heal together. Yeah. (laughs) And Andy asked how John was seeing that rant. And he basically was like, I didn't recognize that person. That's not Lisa, blah, blah. And she loves Meredith. And then she said, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Lip synced (laughs) again for the 50th time. Um, okay, so then Andy starts kind of grilling Dewey a little bit, and Dewey did not help his case at all. I mean, I will say by the end he did, but at the very beginning he did not. And it was very... Well, okay, I would say, this is a little further ahead, but he does finally say that he's going to therapy. Yeah. Which is a win in and of itself for somebody who said they would never, ever do such a thing. Because he definitely needs it. Yeah. And I get his explanation of the sense of, like, approaching it from a logical standpoint. But that, I think that's rationalizing your trauma. Like, you were wrong, and there doesn't need to be an explanation. But again, he said the thing of, like, well, look at our kids. You don't want more of them running around? I mean, they are great. So I get where he's coming from. But, but sir, your, your wife is not a perma-incubator. Like, there's a shelf life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, she's, you know, it's, we're done. You're done. Well, like, he also, like, wasn't even really thinking about having a kid with her. He was like, I never mentioned that. So he's basically just narcissistic. He's like, I make perfect kids. I think they were op- considering... Well, you I think they're saying that they, they raise... I think they were saying it more... I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but it could be also more like that they raise two kids. And that they were going to adopt, which didn't work out. And, um, you know, if they did surrogacy or, like, whatever, uh, at the end of the day, it would just be more kids in their family, which is what he wanted. But like she said, or maybe Andy commented, like, having another child isn't going to replace, you know, the like, the loss that you had. Right. I mean, and I don't, I agree with that. I don't know. I mean, I've never been through that, obviously, but. It feels a little bit like, I don't know. I don't want to say that's an excuse in itself, but it seems like he just wants a ton of little mini hymns. That's Uh, all he wants. I didn't get that. I got more like, he just wants a big family, and he is damaged from what happened, and his response was, he, he was reacting out of his own trauma, but then he layered it with, like, just being blind to Jenny's feelings. Yeah. Because he couldn't process his own. 
And so he was very... And, and what he said about being, like, clinical and logical, results, results. He said business. Right, which is just an excuse for saying he couldn't see past his own pain yeah. to consider somebody else's. And he was and he was very wrong. And it should be... He needs to... Well, he doesn't have to do it anymore because they're not on the show, but, you know, he needed to, like, full tilt apologize. Yeah. For being so scummy and treating her that way. That was, like, disgusting. Yeah. Like, you're willing, you were just pushing your wife to either put herself in medical harm, mental, you know, distress. Or get a sister wife. Which is also mental distress. Yeah. Right? Like... You're going to ruin your relationship over, like, because you don't want to go to therapy and deal with your problems. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, fully fuck you. I did like that the therapy discussion caused another therapy discussion uh, with Jen and Sharif saying that they both are going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And him kind of, like, taking that moment to say, as a man, as a black man, like, there's nothing wrong with it. And right. trying to... I mean, I think that's powerful, just saying it on TV, coming from him, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of like that representation matters, but I guess in this case, it fully for therapy as well. Yes. <laughs> um, he also, it cleared up in this part, which I don't know, it does seem a little still convenient, but that it actually was his assistant calling Jen saying that he was in medical trouble and had to leave right away. I mean, the man fully committed. He right. said... Rectal bleeding. Yes. Right. But I, Which, no shame that game, but I mean, you don't... Most people, especially Shraven, would not say that. Right. If they weren't, you know, like... However... If that was a life raft to save his wife the embarrassment of what happened, I re- applaud him for that, because that's a big... That's a sword. To I was gonna say, it could be, like, a... What's the most powerful thing you could say that would make people believe you fully? Mm-hmm. Would it would that. be the truth, too. I mean, if that's... A, well, I believed him. I mean, I don't have any reason to... No, but it could have also just been a convenient... Like, we don't know who called her. We still don't know who called her. Definitively. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like she brought call records and said, look, here's who called me this day. Right. So, it, I think it could have been... some. He was dealing with that at the same time, and Jen used it as an excuse to run away. Yeah. The only thing that didn't make sense to me was that in the original clip, the first thing she says is that I need to go home. And then she says she needs to go to the hospital because Sharif's there. So her first thing mm-hmm. was home. But that might be like a normal reaction. But that was the only thing that made me think, okay, the call you got was that you need to go home because... But also but if go home, home... Yeah, I mean, it could be interpreted. Right. Go I home. I mean, she was on a trip. She was about to be on a trip. So yeah. she might have been like, I need to go. I can't go on the trip. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I think there's no proof, and I'm fine to accept that story. Yeah. She also, I mean, this is kind of what I was saying the whole time, too, is if I was tipped off, I would run, like, bolt. Yeah, and she did hang outside for a little while. Yeah. So, and she was arrested, like, not long after she left. You know, it's not like she... (laughs) It's just wild if that is actually the timing. If Sharif... Basically... Wasn't having rectal bleeding, then we would have seen the arrest on camera. Exactly. <laughs> that would have been wild. Yeah. I did like, well, I mean, we'll get to this, but I did like how Andy later on was like, you have to realize that, like, being swatted is traumatizing and is going to make people talk about what just happened to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't expect people not to speculate. 
or about what's going on. Even, I mean, it would be, it would be hard not to take some of that stuff personally, but it is such a like salacious event that, you know, it's like seeing a fight at a party or something like it's, you're not gonna not gawk. Yeah. Okay. This part, Andy asked like how he felt to the lady's reaction to the arrest and they were all kind of, he was like, oh, it was kind of, it was shitty. Um, but this part is when I think that you, maybe Erica just had a bigger reaction to Andy's questions because she literally says like, have you two had infidelity crises? Um, Jen's like crying and he's like, Sharif, have you ever been confused about where the money comes from? Did you ever question that? Yeah, these were hard questions. Yeah. Um, but I mean, basically he just denies the whole thing, like no to the infidelity, no to questioning about where the money comes from. And I mean, they did have a point. Like, it's not like she's just 22 and has millions of dollars for some reason. Yeah. Like, he I, has been successful. She's been successful. I feel like um, I appreciated this whole conversation because I do feel um, that Jen correctly, you know, checked the privilege. Because yeah. I don't think that I... I don't know. I don't think I necessarily jumped to conclusions about her guilt. Cause I mean, I've always said like, I just still figure it out in court, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I did, I never really thought about the fact that like nobody asks where anybody else's money came from. Yeah. The only until Jen, but I mean, I don't know if anybody said that on the show prior to I this think coming up. What Whitney said later, or maybe right here is that basically it wasn't that they were questioning where the money came from. It's that none of them were on the level of rich that they could just drop everything and throw a million, a eighty thousand dollar party or for throw no, that for throw a that friend you're not thousand, really friends with whatever bracelet like seventy thousand dollar bracelet like it's things like that that I think they're like oh we're all wealthy but Jen's got money money but we wouldn't like I wouldn't just waste seventy k on nothing right like that's still a lot of money to people. Yeah, but I, I thought it was a good reminder. I don't know if I was guilty of it in any way, but I was like, I didn't stop to think about the, you know, racial connotations of yeah. like, oh, like a black man and a brown woman. Like, oh, uh, of money, course oh, their money is not legal because how yeah. else would people of color be rich if not by illegal means, which is so <laughs> fucked up, you know? Right. I can see how that pressure would be on, like, that would be in their thoughts on this whole thing. And I'm sure some people have judged them quickly for it. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, but I never really stopped to think about that. And I'm, I was like, that sucks. Yeah. I'm um, glad you brought it up. No, I agree. And I do think as a viewer, just watching other people on TV speculate it, it made us kind of be like, yeah, where did it come from? <laughs> Without yeah. even like thinking to be like, oh yeah, duh, but I don't they think it's had a careers. No, I mean I get. I, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I don't know if I was necessarily guilty of it because I don't think it's wrong to say. I didn't really think about her money like that until the the news came out that she was arrested, and then of course the indictment talks about fraud and stuff, and yeah. so like of course people who have committed those crimes have ungodly amounts of money sometimes because they're just stealing large boatloads of it. Yeah, you know, but that doesn't. That's not racial in any way in the sense of, like, you know, if a white man did it and he had, you know, he was indicted, it'd be like, oh, well, he has all this money because he was laundering it or whatever. Right. Well, he was convicted, but, like, it's a little different. But I just mean I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to, like, 
But like, no wonder she spent eighty thousand dollars on it because she's yeah. able to just get money whenever she wants it by stealing. If you believe she's guilty, right? Which is part of the thing too is that maybe people are more willing to believe. She feels people are more willing to believe she's guilty because she is a person of color, right? Like, of course, she got it through illegal means. Is some what some people would think. Were you expecting her versus the little Whitney, her and Whitney on the couch moment? I wasn't expecting it because so many, so many things have been said that I forgot <laughs> who all yeah. said what. I don't think she really, on the bus when she was explaining it, I don't remember it being like her saying she's guilty. This is what she's done. So much as just explaining what money laundering was and what lead generation and stuff like that is. But she wasn't, but I think in the context, even as viewers, we kind of saw it as like, oh, this is what Jen did. And I th- Yes. And I think it was tied in with the fact that they were also saying like, I've always wondered where her money came from. And that is a, a yeah. connotation of like... Tying it in with the talking at yeah. interviews, being like, yeah. I've, uh, I never understood her business. And so now, yeah, so it's the speculation on... Or the uncertainty around that makes the other things sound yeah. more true. It's I never understood this, but her business cut to this is what happens when you defraud old people. <laughs> like right. kind of the juxtaposition of it. Yeah, did come off like that, but it, you never know how that's edit, like. I'm sure they edited it to look like that. I also okay as well. It is being fucked up. I still think it is. To, you have to give a little grace to people because. If you're, like, if you have a good, just imagine, like, a good friend of yours, and all of a sudden you find out something, like, they've done something heinous. Uh-huh. Like, raped somebody, or, like, uh, aggressively, you know? Well, I mean, I guess it really wouldn't matter, but, like, something you're just like, what? You know, it makes you question your whole history, and, like, do you really know that person? And yeah. all that stuff. And sometimes it takes time to, like, what do you call it? Right, not rectifying. Bring those two realities together. I guess the difference in that example is that the other person was, like, guilty. Whereas in Jen's not proved Perfect. to be guilty. Yeah. So. I mean, the, also it's just kind of, it's hard for me to believe that Stu and her, like, if Stu's guilty, it's hard for me to believe that there's a world where she's not. I think the point of what she was saying, too... Is that just because it's the that's an assumption, and it's easy to assume because of preconceived notions you have, yeah. And but there's really a good chance that they could have separate businesses where he did something wrong and she didn't, and her name is just tied to it because they're close, but it might have been his, a different business of his that she wasn't involved in, or maybe he was doing stuff in her business that she didn't know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because she's I, she was saying like they didn't they were close and. They worked together on stuff, but, like, he did stuff for her. You, She had all these assistants. She doesn't know what everybody's doing all the yeah. time. So there is a possible, you know, a chance that he did things he shouldn't have been and she wasn't involved. I feel like um, this is going to be a difficult trial because it's, I mean, I guess if, I guess if you have a business, you have to have all the records, but... I would say if this was a t-shirt company, let's say, uh-huh. and you sell a certain amount of t-shirts and you can prove that all the money in your bank is from those t-shirts and you pay the taxes on them or whatever. Yeah. Like that seems pretty cut and dry. Whereas this is like, you're buying data and like, how do they know if the data is like f- for the wrong? Re- I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like a tangible thing. They're buying like phone numbers and 
I'm sure there are records. I know. Like, it just that I was just saying, like, I understand why the trial date gets is getting pushed back. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like well, and it's I, not as cut and dry. Yeah, but also part of it is probably her money. Like, it, she has multiple sources of income, right? Yeah. So then what money came from where and what was spent on what and, like, why. I don't, I don't exactly know the whole reason behind that, but I'm sure that complicates things more. Yeah. Well, speaking of money, just they like bring up Justin being the pyramid scheme a little bit, mm-hmm. and he basically is saying like his company has been accused of it, but like it's never been proven or whatever. The like, takeaway was that his name was taken off of it pretty much immediately. Yeah, and there it's out there, but like nothing's really happening on it, and yeah. his company is disputing it. But this week he quit. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know if it was that he knew it was coming up on the show or if he just got a new job. But oh, it's possible okay. he knew it was coming on this episode and he quit before more people looked into it. Because I feel like this has been a thing that's like been floating around the internet. Uh-huh. But it's not one that was on the show. Well, and Jen, so, I think Jen brought it up though. She was like, the okay, she was like, we don't say <laughs> that, that you have a no, FTC violation. But now. We've said it. But I think uh but I think he probably knew that it since it came up on the reunion, it might have it might it was floating around on the become internet. a bigger thing though, like on yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, okay, so then John is asked like about if he was thought that it was weird that Lisa took so long to reach out to Jen. And he said he did think it was a little weird, but that they had, had that whole fight. This is kind of, sometimes I feel like they just ask the husbands the, the same thing and they just have the same answer that we've already gotten. Right. Um, and then Sharif basically was like, it was really hard uh, and it's been really hard and we like needed all the support we could get. And then some days like Jen doesn't leave bed. Yeah. And uh, that was like hard to hear because you when you see her on the show, she's like so strong, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But if I knew there was a possibility of me going to jail for 50 years and I had to wait a whole year, then I'm sure I would kind of just have those days. Yeah. And also the just the weight of, like, everybody uh, believing, assuming that you've done something that you did. It, that too. You know, that everybody has a perception of you, like, how everything... Even if we're saying that uh, in this event that she's 100% innocent and she's proven to be innocent or not guilty... And, you know, but this is still happened. People still have perceptions, you know, there's yeah. what's, what's it going to be like life after the trial either way. Well, one way, you know, whatever, but like, even if it's positive, it's still, so it's just a big heavy thing that she has to deal with. Yeah. And, and being I'm, in the public eye, it makes it a million times worse. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then all the husbands leave, and during the break, Lisa, like, comes over to Heather and Whitney and is hugging them, and they're saying, like, they all love each other, which seems odd, <laughs> in, given that they were just screaming at each other. Yes, I don't, I, I didn't, it, it felt a little like Lisa realized that she wasn't winning with anybody and, yeah. like, needed to It's literally win what she's done all season, except normally she does it after cameras stop rolling in, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Except this time she did it in the break where the cameras we know always run. So I didn't I didn't think she was being very in the clip that they showed and her reactions after like I it, I think she was 
I, I do think part of her wants it, but like she's not being fully genuine. Whereas I think Heather was being fully genuine. Yeah. Like I, I was ready to support you, but like I can't when you keep doing this. And you don't take accountability. Right. Um, yeah. Also, I like how Whitney asked her like twice. <laughs> do I not get a hug? You didn't get that? No. She was I was going to say, I didn't. To Heather and Whitney was like, do I not get a hug? Do I not get a hug? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I was gonna say I don't think uh, Whitney was in that whole thing because Andy said both Whitney and Heather, but it was really just Heather. Well, she was like, "Of course, you get a hug and hug her." Hmm. Um. So then they keep talking about like if Lisa and Meredith are gonna rehash thing or like gonna have bond back get back to where they were, <laughs> repair their relationship, <laughs> and. uh Lisa's kind of like, I think it's going to take time. And then Heather was like, it took Jen a whole year of... Meredith, a whole year to get over Jen. liking a tweet. So it's going to take way more time for this. Oh, yeah. Seven years. But Jen has done multiple things to harm my family. I don't hold grudges. Yeah, Meredith doesn't hold grudges. But you only hold grudges. That's your whole character arc on any season. I think... But, I mean, I like the way she... I mean, I think what she was describing was, in essence, a grudge... Because you're not willing to let somebody back in. But she, I, I mean, I do get where she's coming from and saying, I put up, like, you burnt me here, so there's a boundary now. You're not allowed to go there. Yeah. So, but in its way, that is kind of a grudge hold because you're like saying, you did this, I'm not forgetting it, and you're not coming near me. Yeah. Whereas, it's, whereas I think, and forget- the, the vagina thing or whatever. But I think forgiveness is saying, you hurt me, but I'm going to allow you to be my, I, maybe I'm not, I'm not forgetting that you did it. But I will allow you to be my friend again. And if you hurt me again, well, then we're cutting you off because you've done it multiple times. Whereas Meredith doesn't allow the friendship to re- come back. So I guess it is grudge holding. Yeah. Yeah. You can't say you forgive someone and then not try to forgive them. I don't, to, to let go of it. But I'm saying there's forgive and there's forget. I like forgiveness, but I don't like forgetting. But I never forget. <laughs> right. But at the same time, if I forgive you, then I should move on and, like, try to be normal friends. Yeah. And Which then I don't you, think she did also. And then if you do it again, well, I remember you did this once, and now you've done it twice, so now we're not friends anymore. Yeah. Versus not... I'm just rehashing what I said before, but... Yeah. So then Andy's like, let's talk about Beauty Lab parking lot. And we learned that Jen was basically in the car for like 20 minutes. They took her to a courtroom, which I didn't know they did that to arrest people. Yeah, she basically right said that they didn't read her Miranda rights either, which I thought was surprising. If she, they told her she was under arrest. Yeah. I mean, that is surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Andy was like, why did you decide to give us the ring footage of the kids being taken out with the guns? And she basically was saying, like, it's 2022 and we're still, like, raiding people's houses like, treating people like this. Yeah. And implying that it had to do, like, that With they their... were treated like that because it, it was a family of black people, basically. Right. Appearing. Um, some people have said that that's how it happens, regardless. However, I haven't Dana seen... Dana Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen, you know, personally seen that happen to other... I mean, maybe the footage... I've never researched it, but I don't... I, I haven't... There's... No. Hands up, I would say being I was, escorted out with a rifle just is way overboard to, for any yeah. Any I was going to say it's not related to okay, that. Okay, but that's person. a separate point. 
Okay. The point there is that they shouldn't do it to anybody. Right. Regardless, because it doesn't seem like it's merits it in this situation. But I think she was just no, kind of saying I haven't seen it happen to a white person family, so it right. gives credence to like, do they do this to everybody? I don't know. But they did it to them. Right. And I think Jenna's just saying it's even if they do do it to everybody, it's a very scary and traumatizing situation, especially being a black right. if you, boys her boys. Because if you in don't America, react the way that they think you should, right. what's gonna happen? In a post twenty twenty two world that's still happening the same way dumb it's so dumb 2022 and they're doing all this anti-lgbt legislation all these races i mean it's like come on people keep it moving in the in the positive direction some state also just said that they would make you go to jail if you got an abortion yeah wasn't it so you can get the death penalty Having an abortion, it's like they're so committed to your so pro life that you execute people. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's the irony is uh, too large, right? Um, it also it's just I mean it is that reminder. I I am I'm glad that she put that footage in because it is that reminder of just like these things are terrifying. But imagine being like a black boy that didn't do anything innocent with like a rifle to your head face in your own home yeah for no reason yes. to you yeah. but also it's like if you did this Jen, then that's on you i mean like you do that risk well no i don't think i mean yes technically she would be responsible for it at that point but at the same time just because somebody has done a, a committed fraud doesn't mean your children deserve to have guns put in their face no i just meant you put them through that yeah, but at the same time, they only were put through that because that's if that's procedure, then that's a law enforcement thing. Like, why do they do that? Yeah, I guess I just mostly mean that's I, also something she's going to have to live with. Like, right. her actions led to extreme consequences with her family. Yeah. Okay, so then Andy said, uh, like, the thing about Stu taking the plea deal. Um, what was her reaction to that? And she said she can't respond. Um, she said that it's hard to, like, have someone so close to you, and then you're just not legally allowed to see them, which is, does sound very hard. I mean, because they seem like thick as thieves. It's like a weird death. Like, they're not dead, but you can't, it's like, yeah. they might as well be. Yeah. But it's worse, I guess, because you know they're not. Anyways. So, this is when... Basically, Andy calls into account that, like, everybody's kind of been speculating about the money, where mm-hmm. Jen's money comes from. Um, and we get to see her audition tape, which I think was kind of fun. Sharifa, I thought, was, like, really putting it on. He was. To... He was so, like, uh, animated in that. Yeah. It... And I was like, oh, I think they were trying hard, you know. Jen's behind the camera, like, smile more. <laughs> the drama. That's how I would do it, honestly, if, if we were in that situation. Uh-huh. You'd be Coach like, me. I think I Tyler would be good on this and I'd be like more 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 give me more energy <laughs> well, he would already bring the energy but not Sharif it was a different side of Sharif right. but she basically said that she spends $50,000 in a month which honestly is a lot don't get me wrong but it's not like the Beverly Hills Erica said she spent like what $12 million in a year no it was $1.2 million $1.2 which she said was normal for the group. Right. On there, like... 1.2 divided by 12 is way less, way more than $50,000 a month. Right. 
It is literally $100,000 a month. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So, just saying. It's not unheard of. It's what you're getting at. Yeah. People of certain means, to us, you know, that's... I mean, think about what we spend in a month just, like, existing. And then on top of that, if we were, like, already rich. Yeah. I, I don't think that amount of money is, like, an insane number. Right. To so it's just a, to it's insane people. because it's a number most people aren't familiar with. Exactly. Okay, so then people were, like, wondering why Whitney knew so much about the money laundering thing. And she basically was just like, I just read an article. <laughs> like, right. it's not that hard Having to Having knowledge of money, yeah, doesn't make you a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Just because you know. I'll tell that to all these women out here listening to these murder podcasts, knowing how to bury the bodies. Yeah. Knowing how to get rid of the bodies. Doesn't make them murderers. Not just women. Oh, I know, but... So then, Jen, this part was, like, funny to me because they're basically like, what do you do? And she said, data monetization. And I was like, that is the most vague-sounding job I have ever heard. Like, no wonder everyone questions what she does. But I, it was kind of silly, though. I don't know, because lead generation is basically selling number like data to people who find value in the data, which is data monetization. Yeah. You take, you have data and you find a way to make money off of it. Yeah. Because you're selling it to people who want it because they can use it to make money, which is lead generation. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. know. And it, it seemed kind of circular to me, but maybe there's a difference that eludes me. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's what I meant. So. Uh, Jen says, Jen's also mad because Whitney on Watch What Happens Live said that she like questioned if Jen got her money from, like, a sugar daddy or something. And then Heather was like, okay, you're going to focus on the sugar daddy comment of everything that's happened this season. Interesting. And then she snapped at Heather. Yeah. It... I get... Yeah. I don't know. I kind of see both sides. I think she was feeling, like, the the whole questioning of her finances with all the other things we've, she said we've reviewed already... But on top of that, it's like you're saying, I couldn't make my own money. Like, after all this hard work I've done my whole life. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me that I couldn't have possibly done it because, what, I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm a no, I'd be offended by that if somebody yeah, said that to me. Yeah, like, I don't need no sugar daddy. I mean, we play the Shangela Club here. Right, yes. Insert. <laughs> Insert here. Um. So then, basically, like, Heather, again, brings up that Jen has been shitty to her in the past. And Jen starts crying. And it's like, stop saying that. Yeah. Do you agree? That she should stop saying it or that mm-hmm. she was shitty? Um, that she should stop saying it. Obviously, she did things that weren't nice, but... It's one of those things that I think, at a certain point, it gets to be holding it over your head. Yeah. Like, I, I can... Like, if it comes up and you just be like, yeah, I did that, I'm sorry. If it comes up multiple times, then it's kind of like, let it go. Unless yeah. we have something else that you want to talk about that I thought we already were good on. Right. I think the only difference would be if it's an example of you not doing it. Like her saying, you're you're taking this one thing that she said that was not nice and you're not letting it go. Uh, you said not nice things to me and yeah. I let it go. So Well, but also when you're about to be on a jury trial and yeah. your character's coming into question by your best friend mm. on the show. Like, I could see what it's just like, let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's been brought up enough. You yeah, know? exactly. So I agree, but. And she apologized for it. Yeah. Because she don't think she realized, or she said she didn't realize it upset her so much. So this is when Andy says, like, the thing of, 
you had to kind of put yourself in their shoes. Like they all got basically swatted and you ran seemingly. So it's, people are going to speculate, especially when the article comes out while they're on the bus. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he said that it seemed like Lisa was trying to distance herself. And then they showed the lawyers clips again. I'm literally shaking. And I love that that's the sixth, the sixth lawyer she's yeah. shaking on. So she's been shaking for six full phone calls. All right. <laughs> um, and then this is when like her and Lisa have this back and forth about Jen basically being like, you were trying to distance yourself. And Lisa was like, no. And she was saying something about a docket, which I don't know what that means. Exactly. The court docket is just where complaints are filed. Like where the lawsuits are filed. Like what's coming up on the docket. Like what's filed. Like if you go to your court county website... You can see the active cases. Gotcha. Like you can search your. But what I does mean, that have I don't, to do you with can't, her? You can't. I don't know if you can necessarily see people's names. I I know some places you can search for yourself just to see if anything's out there under your name. Huh. But um, so maybe you can. But the docket is just like their workbook. Like what are they dealing with? Gotcha. And, and every lawsuit has a number. And that's like. I just don't understand how this relates. Because the docket is public. So no, whatever. but why is Lisa saying, like, I wasn't trying to distance myself, I was trying to look at the docket? She was saying, she was calling her lawyers because they can see that information on the docket. Gotcha. Like, they can, she was like, I don't know what's going on, so I called them and they looked it all up. Alright, shut up, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, that's what Jen says to her. And then she says, don't call me a bitch, she says... Bitch. <laughs> don't call me outside my name. I just love that she said, don't call me a bitch. And instead of saying, you are a bitch, she said, bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Jen basically is like, I see what you're doing. You're trying to turn the narrative. Lisa said that. Lisa said that about Jen? Yeah. Hmm. But I think Lisa has to be, doesn't, sometimes when people say things like, this, Lisa says things like that because that's how she thinks. She thinks someone calls me a bitch, everyone's going to think I'm a bitch? No, she thinks of things in turning. Like, that's a thought that she has to herself. Like, how can I... It's revealing to me, because I'm like, okay, this is how you think about conversations, which means you know in your mind when you're trying to turn the narrative on somebody. Like, be in control of the conversation. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think she was... I think she let a little too much out there. Yeah. Um... But I thought the whole conversation was good. And I, uh, I mean, I do think they went way harder on Erica and her season for, like you said, obvious reasons. Yeah. Well, I was expecting a little bit more of a grill, but I actually don't mind. Like, I don't think they should have. I actually kind of liked the way it happened because, again, there's only so much things you can say. Right. And I think she answered well what she could. Well, this, Andy does ask her, like, about the. Uh, Uber ride. Oh. And, like, why her, if you forget her Uber, like, Heather called her an Uber home and she, like, canceled it halfway through, mm -hmm. seemingly just on a road. Yeah. And then that was that. And we know from listening to snippets of that podcast, the Uber driver basically said she asked him if she could cancel the ride and just pay him in cash to go drop her off somewhere and something about having a burner phone. There was like a whole story, but basically it seems like he dropped, he claims he dropped her off at an apartment complex mm. um, and then picked her up and took her home later. Um, but she basically says like that 
this person that stole something from Heather that was on Jen's team, they like bleeped their name, mm-hmm. uh, was picking her up and she didn't want Heather to know. So that's why she did that. Mm-hmm. But Heather was like, why wouldn't you just stay in the Uber that I already paid for? Yeah, because they'll take you all the way. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you don't have to be picked up by the person. So that seems a little suspect, whatever mm-hmm. she was doing. It was strange. She also, he also asked Meredith why she thought that, or who she heard the Louis Vuitton blacklist thing from. And she said Louis Vuitton themselves. Mr. Louis Vuitton. She didn't say Mr. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> she says somebody who done been to work there. I know. Um, so then Meredith was like, I've heard from people in this room that Jen was looking to destroy me. I think, and I agreed with Heather, was like, say the names. Yeah. Because you're just spreading shit on everybody now. Right. Because now everybody's up for debate on who it was. Just, if you're going to talk about it, you could have said people, you didn't have to say people in this room. You could have just, yeah. but since you did, just out it. There's some people in this room I don't really care for. I'm not going to say names. <laughs> Tamisha. Tamisha Mon. Um, okay, so then we start talking about the private investigator and the phone. This is why I'm saying I feel like she was grilled. She just handled it better. Or maybe everybody else handled it better than Erica. I just, it was more, I think in Erica's reunion, it was more, I think there were more questions. I think that there was more It had chatter. less of a lighthearted tone, too. And there was, yeah, it was very heavy, and there was a lot of chatter amongst the women about it. Yeah. Like, all the questions involved everybody talking. And on her season, uh, everybody took more of a personal like a front to it. Whereas in Salt Salt Lake, Heather's like, guilty or not, I'm I'm your friend. Yeah. Nobody did that on Beverly Hills. I mean Lisa said by Erica, but she wasn't like guilty or not, bitch, ride or die. Yeah. You know, she just said she just believes I believe she's innocent. I don't think she would do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though she wasn't actually an, the one that did anything wrong yeah. in the lawsuit. <laughs> she was just adjacent. But still, I I whatever. We're not gonna get into all that. I think it was much heavier. But also Erica's involved a divorce and some sh- you know, shady timing of things. Yeah. That's true. So. Um okay, so then we like get a taste of what these texts were that Meredith was getting and she said her both of her sons were also getting them and like long messages. And Heather said she got some rhyming ones. One said roses are red, violets are blue, season 1 is over, we all played you. Imagine if that is from Jen. I don't know. I think it's, I guess at some point they just kind of are like, that's who she is. I didn't really get the logic behind it though. Like, they're assuming, they're saying that the, the, it must have, the numbers must have been, the text must be coming from the numbers that both Heather and Meredith and adjacent were getting. So they assumed, well, it has to be somebody here because nobody else has art. But that's also... They were saying this person had to have Brooks, whoever else her other son is. All their numbers. Meredith and Heather's phone numbers. Uh And that's a small pool of people that would have access to all those numbers. But I don't know if that's true. true. 
I think that is I'm true. sure there's people outside in their social circle that have those numbers or could get those numbers. I don't know. It just seems like a leap to be like... They're basically celebrities. I don't... I guess... I would guess that they don't... They try to keep that very private. Hmm. I don't know. It just seemed very definitive when I was like, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Like, I think people can probably get more phone numbers easier than you think. Right. It also was kind of like... They they were like, well, it had to be Jen. Or it's most likely Jen. And then there's like... It could be anybody else in the cast, too. Yeah, really. or production. She, but Meredith was saying that she thought it because they were like... Something in the lawsuit said that they were dealing with encrypted messaging. Which is what she was getting. Right. And that's what kind of like set it all off. And then Andy asks if anyone thinks she's guilty. And in the trailers, they made this be really like... Seemingly like he was asking like, raise your hand if you think she's guilty. But it was more like a conversation. Yeah. I feel like. And they... Nobody really said no. They all just said, I hope so. Meredith and Heather said, I just really hope so. Well, yeah, this is when uh, Heather said guilty or not. Right. I'm your friend. Um, But also Andy was like, the success rate of New York winning these kind of cases is 95%. And this is when Jen says some stuff that I hadn't really thought about before. Yeah, I liked this part too. Basically that like most of those people took plea deals because they aren't rich people and so like or even if they are wealthy it's like difficult to pay like it's a lot of money and time to be able to afford to go to court over something right and so how many of those people just took a plea deal so that they didn't have to keep go paying through their lawyers also the length of time i mean like you know jen may not be able to work or like have run her businesses like she did before for all this time because until the case is over yeah like it impacts so much of your life just to prove that you're innocent yeah or that you're not guilty so yeah i didn't i never thought about it that way either because you just assume i don't know i was like well these people are wealthy like they i always assume they just would you know have the money to defend themselves but i guess I don't know. I don't. It's I mean, a lot just, of money. I, I mean, mean, even like the the two whatever million dollars that she has to have just for like a retainer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. Like, it's just. I wonder how like many what percent take the plea deal. Yeah, because you don't. I mean, I mean, in she her can case say that, alone, like, it's ninety two percent or something like that. Ten out of eleven. Right. But I mean, or did they do that because they could? Because they were obviously guilty and there was evidence proving they were guilty or because you they didn't want to yeah i know that's what i'm saying like i wish there was like a what's the number like what actually percent of people yeah just decided to do that versus trying to fight it andy said why do you think they targeted you and she said because meredith called the fbi <laughs> meredith called the feds <laughs> that was so funny it was really funny um and they also are kind of laughing but i feel like in this moment the the whole weight of it all really hit Heather, and she started crying with Jen. Yeah. Um, and that was sad to see. But she was just like, I'm fucking, I'm so fucking sorry, I'm so fucking sorry. Would you do the same? Like, pick a good friend of yours, and if they had done what Jen's accused of, and they were guilty, would you still stand by them? Like, be friends, I should say? I don't know. It's, you it's maybe a not hard standing... question to, to answer, because I don't know. Like, I would, it's a moral thing. You would want to be like, yeah, I support you. But on the other hand, it's like, I don't want to be friends with shitty people. And that's a shitty person. Yeah. So I don't know. Depends on the person and what they did, I guess. Yeah. I would say. 
Hmm. Uh, so then this is when Andy's like, I just want to close this topic. Your jury trial is set for March 22nd, which it's not anymore. It's pushed to July, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, so you're, the one charge is 30 years, the other is 20, is that right? And Jensen, I don't know. And Andy said, you don't know your own charge. Um, and then she's like, my lawyers, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, is there anything else you want people to, like, hear that you didn't get to say today? And she said, thank you to those who've been there. And I hope we can do better in the future and not judge people. Herself included. Because Jen never judges people. She said herself included. Yeah, I know. And he, Andy says, are you going to be here on the couch at the end of season three with me? And she said, of course. Which she will be. Yeah, I know, because the trial won't have happened yet. Right. <laughs> so, but will she be there at season four? Who's to say? Who's to say, darling? So then Andy does this thing that they always do where they try to make the ending be a little bit more lighter notes. So mm-hmm. he says, what did you learn from this season? What are your takeaways? So I can just kind of pump through these because they're all kind of basic. <laughs> Heather said, we're all human. We've all done things. Uh, but I think we're all wonderful people in this group, and I love you, Jen, and that you showed up. Jenny mm-hmm. says, I took that I will speak my mind more. Don't be doing that, Miss Thing. Mm-hmm. We found out she spoke your mind too much. <laughs> yeah. On Facebook, Joe. Whitney said that she learned to believe in herself, um, and it's important to stand and have an opinion. Meredith said it's important to not let things fester and build, and she needs to communicate better. T. Lisa said that she has a hard time being vulnerable while crying fakely. This was, again, <laughs> is it fake crying or is it Botox? That should have been your your quote this week. Oh, yeah. Well, it's brief. <laughs> your opener. Let me do it now. Is it fake crying or is it Botox? I'm going to leave it in right here. Damn. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, this was like a redeeming moment for me, for Lisa, because I appreciated her saying this because it's exactly... What everybody has been saying yeah. to some degree. At least she took it in and knows what they're talking about. Well, whether or it not gives she me, does it or not. It gives me hope that she's not completely obtuse. It's also just, it's kind of one of those annoying things though. Like we see it a lot on this show. A lot of reality shows like Drag Race, America's Next Up Model. They're just like, we just want to see you. You're not being you. You're not being vulnerable. People would like you more if you're being vulnerable in this competition, blah, blah, And I think it's just kind of a, I don't know, It's a to me it's kind of a dumb thing to say because some people just don't want to be vulnerable. Yeah, but that makes people relatable. You don't if relate. If you were on a TV show, I guarantee you, you might be a little not vulnerable. Interesting. You don't think so? No, I'm pretty open. I mean, that's true. We I talk do. to people. I say wild things to people. And we have a podcast where you know. say wild things on. <laughs> that they probably should know about me. But I just know you in like a social setting, and I feel like sometimes a little bit you're not uh, 100% open with things. I don't say the bad things that I think. Yeah. Like the mean things that I think when people oh. say, yeah. <laughs> I keep those. To, but that's a life experience. Not everybody needs to hear that I don't think well of their comment or opinion. You know, sometimes it's not worth the fight. Yeah. Or like sometimes I, in the past, like I can be harsh about saying, you know, so it's just like I don't want to, I get a little more reserved like in my judgment because I, I don't want to be quick to pass judgment or to like bring the hammer down on somebody. 
Yeah, because that's you know complicates things. But I think I'm pretty open about my thoughts and feelings on things. Like, if you ask me how I feel about something, I'll tell you. Yeah, but I don't think you would cry on camera. Yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> All right, Jen said she learned that you're stronger than you think you are. And that she knows that her kids and husband love her and will always be there for her. And Andy basically was just like, I want to thank you all for this groundbreaking season. And we're going to wrap things up with fire roasted friendship churros. (laughs) (laughs) She threw those on there with such confidence. It was a good flashback. Yeah, she was like, that's where they belong. Yeah. And Heather kind of leads the toast and she says, we are phenomenal, phenomenal. Yes. <laughs> I've been talking for too long. She says, We are phenomenal, beautiful, fashionable, real, fake, and fucked up. And that's why we're here. <laughs> I think that was a great last little speech moment. It was, yeah, it was a good one. And as much as I think Lisa is just trying to like do the thing she always does, just like fix things immediately in the moment off camera. I do think that little moment was good and that they were kind of like all acknowledged like I didn't want to come in here and just be mean to you because I do think that we've gotten closer and been friends. So I think that's hopefully going to go in a good direction next season. Yeah, I guess. And yeah, it's been a wild season. It's been a great season of all in all. I don't think the last two reunion episodes really gave too much. But this one was good, and I think a good wrap up to a crazy season. Yeah, they didn't get they didn't let up off the gas pedal, really. The reunions? No, the season. The season, yeah, exactly. There were a few episodes where like it was like medium gas, but it was like full gas most of the time. Yeah, even like go, the go, setup go. episodes were still kind of crazy. Yeah, um, or you knew they were leading to crazy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just seems like. The the drama wasn't all that real, and sometimes on reality TV shows, sometimes on Housewives, there's drama for a whole season about something I do not care about, and I fully still don't care about it. Whereas this, I still cared about the whole... Like, so they made it entertaining because the people are just entertaining, I feel like. Yeah, agreed. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and coming on this journey with us. When we started the season... I think we were just doing it for fun and we've ended up getting a little bit of a base of people that listen and we're very grateful for you all. Yes. And we're excited to continue this journey where whatever that looks like. So definitely uh, keep subscribed and those notifications on because we will be posting um, some more episodes in the future. We'll probably try to talk about some... Um, Things that are still happening with like drama online because you know that Housewives does not only exist in the bubble of the show, but a lot of it exists on Twitter. <laughs> and we'll try to keep you all up to date on everything that's going on with Jen and her trial. I know it was pushed back, but I mean, July is really not that far away at this point. And uh, we might also do some other seasons or. Um, franchises so let me we'll definitely do beverly hills we'll definitely do beverly hills when that comes but in the meantime we might do some jersey we also just watched um ultimate girls trip and i really like that so that could almost be just its own episode Mm -hmm. um and we'll try to keep it housewives adjacent but at the same time still 
make sure to give updates on all the Salt Lake City girlies in the meantime. And if you like this episode, please share it with your Real Housewives Salt Lake City friends that might still be watching or want to go back and relive it all, but listening to it through our perspectives. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. This has been Privileged Twinks. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.